0: Help support our coverage with a free account on Privacy, the service that keeps you protected when shopping online. Get $5 to try it now by using promo code QZZ2J. And with Blueberry, the community that gives creators the power to make money, get detailed audience measurements, and host their audio and video. Get a 30-day free trial by using promo code BLUEBERRY004. We're going to welcome Anthony. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to destroy this. Han the CEO of Everyone Makes Progress Incorporated. So did I destroy your last name completely?
1: Uh, You didn't destroy it completely, but you were a little (laughs) off. It's Han Kovsky. Okay. We just just forgot to see.
0: (laughs) Wendy, welcome to the show. And tell us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So tell me what you've got going on here at CES this year.
1: Yeah. So this is our first time at CES. Uh, We're here to explain to people how we connect them to their fitness data. Uh, Basically, there's so many different devices and as we've all seen walking around here at CBS, um, it creates two problems though. It disconnects us from the data in two major ways. First, we have no ownership or control over that data. That's true. And then secondly, with so many different devices, it's in so many different places. So it's really hard to manage. Uh, So what we've created is a mobile application that allows us to help these users aggregate all of their different devices, all of the data from those devices into one place. Uh, and then we can use some really cool uh, technological tools to uh, help them utilize that data so for me,
0: I was just walking around today and I was I loaded up the Apple Health app, and I saw that I had about twenty two thousand steps. That was you know just kind of this quick look, and obviously stuff that 's coming from the Apple Watch Two on Heartbeat and all that. What other types of devices are? What are you seeing out there that people are using? I'm sure m- many athletes are using a variety of different monitored devices, right?
1: Correct. And, I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen all kinds of different things from a fork. Uh, I've seen a smart belt earlier. Okay. You know, uh, they have hydration sensors. There's pretty much a sensor for anything that you can think of. Uh, and it creates an environment where, you know, a lot of these health-conscious individuals want to utilize the tools, but it becomes an encumbrance and process to manage the stuff. Um, without uh, a place to put it all. So I'm just going to be
0: presumptuous here and thinking then you're basically looking at all those tools, see if they have an API that you
1: can go out and grab that data and pull it into your app. Is that how you're doing that, or what's your approach? Yes, that's, that's precisely how we're doing it. Uh, and the majority of what we've found is most of it's open source API. Really? Uh, a lot of these companies, you know, Apple and such, They would prefer guys like us to create products to help uh, expand the the capabilities of what their Apple Health does. So, you know, you look at
0: like Nike and some of the other groups, they even have their own, you know, in earbuds as much. They've got stuff that tracks back. So are you actually, so all those pretty much are open and you can pull that data or with permission, obviously, but you can pull that data and present that in your app. That's, to me, that's pretty amazing. I find it surprising that so many of those Those devices are actually open, like you said. That kind of actually surprises me a little bit. Do do you often have to go and get token permission? And I know I'm talking a little technical here, but
1: how does it work? Yeah, I mean, in some instances, uh, you know, there's things that you have to do. Um, Samsung's one of the more challenging ones to tap into. Uh, They want to just make sure that you're not doing things with the data you're not supposed to be doing. That's right. But again, they create those tools for developers like us. So that people can get a better idea of who they are, what I like to call from a health fingerprint standpoint. So one
0: thing that I did is I opted into, I'm older, and one thing I opted into was heart study and a heart study plan. And I knew very well I was going to be sending data back to this group. I'd researched them, test them out. So I let them take data from the Apple Watch and pull it in. So I've essentially given explicit permission for them to do that uh, just because... Hey, I'm 55, and I'm one of those dudes that's going to stroke out or have a heart attack. That's the potential, right? So if they can help me prevent that, great. So are you dealing with HIPAA issues then?
1: So we're not technically dealing with HIPAA issues at this current moment because we're tapping into, you know, these devices that are outside of uh, hospital regulations. Okay. Okay. We'll get a little bit more technical, talk a little bit more about what we're doing. So sure. we use blockchain technology. Awesome. Uh, and the cool thing about blockchain is it allows us to do public and private publications. Yep. yep. And what that means is our users share their data to the app, but we never see it. Uh, oh. So it's stored privately yep. uh, with an identifier that's stored publicly so that it can be verified and authenticated to make sure that it's the real data. So that
0: keeps you GDPR and CCPA compliant because basically... You're collecting the data, it's anonymized because of blockchain, it's coming in, it's able to be associated with the account, but t- technically one of your associates can't go into the account and say, hey, you know what's Todd's average heart rate?
1: Correct. Nobody can, um, and that's the beauty of what we're doing. We see the value in the user having complete control and ownership of their data, which they just don't have right now. So do you give export ability to within your app to be
0: able to export that out in some sort of documented format
1: Yeah so this is where it gets a little bit more exciting. Uh, we, we've created a blockchain driven data exchange so you can share and monetize your data so think mm. about sending it to the doctor, sharing it with your friends, your, your health coach, your fitness right. coach right. and then doing funny things like monetizing it where you send it over to your health and care provider for a cheaper premium uh, sell it on the open market to marketing companies and when, it, when you really dig in you talked about athletes a little bit earlier. You know, a lot of people want to know how these athletes stay so fit. Uh, An athlete can essentially onboard their data to our exchange and then sell it to people that want to know how how they're doing and what they're doing. So I
0: immediately hear thousands of people almost stopping and holding their breath. They're thinking, selling? Selling our health information? Now, I can understand getting a cheaper insurance premium. They're already doing that in cars, you know, if you if you uh, agree to have your car monitored and you know, that you they watch your driving, they will know that, yeah, Todd's not driving crazy. We can give him a lower insurance premium. So, do you are you seeing the same thing happening with? Okay, so you're going to the gym three times, four times a week. You're exercising. You're not smoking. You're doing all these things that are healthy. And then the if you're willing to share that data and is it share or
1: sell? So it's a bit of both, uh, depending on how you're doing it, right? So. When you're talking about your insurance company, uh, from a healthcare perspective, you're sharing it with sharing, them. Sharing, right. Uh, if you're talking about you wanting to know how I stay fit and, and what my statistics are. Oh. Or think about a marketing company that wants to know how I'm 37. Yep. How 37-year-old males are taking care of themselves. They might want to bulk in some of these, these uh, people's data so that they can get an understanding. So one thing I will say. Wow. When you bring up car insurance, uh, we're from Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Uh, so everyone knows of the Cleveland Clinic. Yep. I'll just use that as an example. They already offer through their their health insurance package to their employees. If they walk 10,000 steps a day, they get a lower premium. Interesting. So it's already taking place. Um, We're just amplifying what's happening, and we're expanding that market because we're able to connect into multiple different devices. So I see the angle then
0: on selling this information, but is it still – they're going to have – they're not going to know it's you, but they're going to have basic – are they going to know it's you? Or are they going to know the basic demographic data?
1: It depends on how the user chooses to do it. So we're we're totally all for the user having complete C- control. control. They set the price. Um, they they pick what they wanna, what they want to share. What they want to share. And they also have the the luxury of choosing uh, how long they want to share it for. So I they could share it for two hours. They could share it for a lifetime, or they can share it for you know a day if that if that's what they want to do. So what's the going rate for? this type of information. I'm kind of curious. You, I, I, really, I, I really find it hard to peg a going rate uh, because this is a market that's not yet been created. Yeah. So we're kind of in no man's land. Uh, what we've seen though is probably depending on the type of data, you know, that's going to determine where those values fall. Um, and I think as things go, what we've decided to do is kind of implement uh, auction style sale. Okay. So they can say maybe they want to sell their steps for ten bucks yep. um, and if uh, you know someone wants to pay twenty because they 're bidding on it uh, over a period of time as the sale's going th- that 's what the price will end up being and if you think about it we 've been i 'll use an example
0: we 've been the gro- going to the grocery store using discount coupon cards for forty years they 've been taking that data and knowing what we eat and what we buy and marketing towards us. And we have gotten nothing but maybe a little coupon savings from time to time from that data because they've direct marketed to us. So essentially what we're really doing is potentially monetizing ourselves, which they're already trying to collect as much information as they can, so why not get paid for it? So it's an interesting approach.
1: Yeah, I mean – the. The data is being sold right now, Um, but we're not getting a piece of that. That's right. So we feel that we should get a piece of that. Yeah.
0: So what's the name of the app then that you have available? Is it online? Is it available
1: on iOS and Android at this point? So it is not. um, We're still pre-revenue. Pre-revenue. So we've we've not yet come up with a fancy name for the app. Okay. Uh, We do have uh, our architecture built. Right now, what we're doing is we're we're prototyping uh, some front end U, UI and UX stuff okay. to try to get the look and feel right for the consumer. Uh, we're we're targeting trying to have this thing done uh, by the end of quarter two. So, if someone wanted
0: to beta test with it. What's the best way for them to reach out to you and say, "Hey, I think this is going to be awesome. Can I get on in the early release of the of the app?"
1: Yeah, since I'm here, I'm co-founder CEO. I'll just give you my email. It's Anthony at emp.fitness. E M uh, Anthony. So EMP Fitness No, just emp.fitness. Oh,
0: that's right, because there's an extension new. So, emp. See, there's another top-level domain that's available, folks. Don't forget .fitness. So, emp.fitness. Anthony, emp.fitness. All right. Outstanding. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing. It's You know, every year at CES, there's always something new and a different spin on things. Good luck on your uh, app, and hopefully you'll figure out a revenue model and uh, make this successful. And, yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, and, and it's cool that you're doing the blockchain thing. So that's we keep hearing more and more about that. And also, not only does the blockchain anonymize it, but it also ensures accuracy, too. So. Correct. All right. Anthony, thanks so much for being on. No worries. Thank you for All having right. me.